Hi guys, uh, welcome to the podcast again with myself, Dalton Tessier. Um, this is 1% Better. Um, I'm here with Dan Brio, who I've trained with for a long time now in the gym I'm currently at and the previous gym that I've been before as well. Um, again, we've trained together for um, a fair amount in terms of like bodybuilding and some more functional CrossFit training stuff as well. So we've uh, kind of understand each other's preferences and style of training a little bit more, but we're going to get a little bit more in depth with that. Uh, but first of all, I just want to introduce Dan. So Dan, um, tell us a little bit more about yourself and obviously why you're coming here and what you do, what style of training you do and a little bit more. Yeah. Dan. Yeah. So I've been probably training for what about 10 years, but seriously for the last sort of seven years. So I think we met maybe four, three or four years ago. Whenever yeah, probably three years ago. Opens. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of the point where maybe a year or so before that, I started taking training a lot more seriously. Um, and I got into sort of bodybuilding and tr- trying to grow as much as I could alongside playing quite a lot of football, um, trying to lose weight because I was at the time a bit overweight. Um, so it was kind of like a lifestyle change for me um, whilst work at doing an office job. So trying to get that sort of, fitness in and sitting around all day I, I struggled with to to start with but um I got a PT um learned loads with like online coaching through someone at the gym that I was at um and just tried to widen my knowledge as much as I could getting into the gym um but now you're so, more yeah, into a uh, CrossFit functional stuff, aren't you now? So you yeah, spoke about yeah, obviously so, build bodybuilding. Um, so uh, talk about a little bit more about your CrossFit stuff and kind of how you find it at the moment. Yeah, so um, it all sort of started for me in, in the middle of lockdown. So um, I knew of Matt Ryan. Um, I'd seen a lot of his stuff and the gym just opening up. Um, and I I knew that he had the sort of, previous football experience as well as um functional training um hypertrophy training he was he was an all-rounder yeah um and I thought it really fitted into what I wanted to achieve with my fitness um still being able to play football overcoming what I, at the time was like quite a bad bad knees um from playing a lot of football um so I just reached out to him, said I wanted to make a change. Um, and I've not looked back since. It's been the best sort of transition for me. Um, and, you know, I've I've been able to manage my weight a lot better, I'm not fluctuating up and down, up and down on like these bulking, cutting, bulking, cutting sort of things. Um, it's continuous progression. Um, I've been able to manage my food a lot better. And overall, just enjoy the, the style of training. It's I haven't stopped learning, um, like even to this day now. Like it's been um, what, nearly two years now. So yeah, um, it's a like a whole different ball game in terms of like learning yeah. like what things are. Um, again, come from like bodybuilding myself, and obviously you have as well. You you obviously get like the rep sets and kind of form, and you know be quite strict with it you know yeah um and then obviously your your diet's going to be strict and like you said you're either cutting you're bulking um and again i mm. think I, I agree with you in the sense of like it's a bit more enjoyable it's a bit more 
I would say relax. Obviously, the, the workouts themselves are, you know, 10 out of 10 really hard yeah. sometimes, aren't they? So um, they are a lot harder, but it's a lot more it's enjoyable. It's a massive change because like, you're used to not necessarily being so out of breath when yeah. when you're training and like bodybuilding style. Whereas like this, it's like one minute you can be doing a deadlift and then next minute you're jumping over a bar doing burpees. Yeah. And no or, one likes you, burpees, you know, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, one of those things that takes ages to get used to, but um, it's it's so good. Like even like since um, doing some of the classes with you, like the snatching and um, getting getting into those sort of movements and loosening the body up, and like still I I struggle so much. But even in like three weeks, it's getting into that into those positions and and getting more mobility the, the whole thing just makes a massive difference to it's cool like that overall. it's um it takes some time to learn as well i don't know if you're the same yeah, yeah, process like the Olymp- olympic lifts are, are extremely hard to to um to master and again you go to anyone who's kind of you know at that point where they are really good of it they're, they're like okay it's taken months or i've been with a coach and obviously the place with that is it's taken us months to just go through little stages at a time to build what we now call a snatch yeah. um yeah so tell me a little bit more about how, how long did it really take you to transition into kind of the from bodybuilding to, to crossfit and how did you find that transition it probably i started off sort of just getting the basics with like um the general sort of fitness um i found myself like doing workouts with matt just after the lockdown finished and I'd see him like throwing these 50 kilo medicine balls over his shoulder, running on the running machine, burpees. And I'm trying to keep up with him. And like that was a challenge in itself just to sort of get that fitness side of it up. But, you know, I'm still trying to get that transition because I'm so used to like the bodybuilding style where everything is like, um, like the cleans, for example, where you're pulling up, and trying to fast move into the position of the clean. Yeah. And I'm used to doing an upright row, nice and slow, and it's all stiff, you know? Yeah, so, so like it becomes getting, more of like a muscle up like, rather than a technique yeah, yeah. behind so it. Getting used to those like fast movements and quickly getting into like the new positions. I'm still sort of getting used to that, but I think the basics for me probably took me like six months to a year that was when I started doing the cut with at the gym yeah um and I did the photo shoot but by that time I I had quite a pretty good base for like general sort of metcons and a, a few of the Olympic lifts but it hasn't really been until like the latter part of this year where I've I've really started focusing on those Olympic lifts with with you and Matt I think we've definitely gone over them a little bit more uh, recently. I think they've been programmed mm. programmed in a little bit more. Um, yeah. Obviously, they do get a bit repetitive, but obviously going through the basics, it's uh, as you probably aware, it's like totally necessary. It is just, just yeah, needed it is, yeah. in terms to go through it. Because like you said, you just muscle it up, muscle it up, muscle it up. And it gets to a point where, especially in like a Metcon or whatever it may be, if you have those sort of exercises in there, you get to a point where you could probably only do three or four reps where you're like, fuck, this is one killing my shoulders and super tiring. But as yeah. soon as you get that technique yeah. and let's say you're hitting that 10 to ten to 15 reps just quite fluently, boss it. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's good for like 
not injuring yourself by doing so, just learn that technique. Like anything else, bodybuilding, had... like you want to do stuff properly, don't you? So yeah. Yeah. I've not had one one injury since since doing this. I had one week when my shoulders were just on fire from doing so many like overhead movements. But apart from that, my knees have got better. I don't have like a shoulder pain from like doing heavy shoulder presses with dumbbells. Um, this it's had so much more benefits than just getting like as big as I can and, and like just looking aesthetically like pleasing and feeling that good. Is you know, like, you, you, the bodybuilding does feel kind of like heavy and you know just yeah. sluggish, doesn't it? To a point, yeah. you feel feel and look great. Don't get me wrong, but again, you put yourself into a metcon like that, and you're like, I can't move this at all. Yeah, um, I know. And, and then you, at the stage you're at, you're very good. You you know you feel a lot more healthier, you feel better, and I think that's what a lot of people are start transitioning into it. That the functional side of things, because it, it just makes them feel so much better. And then and again, you still look great, mate. Do you know what I mean a lot of people still look great when they transition? But it is yeah. feeling healthier, isn't it? Yeah, I just I feel like it's it's so much better looking physique when you're like physically fit as well as being strong yeah um and like being able to like go out for a jog and not not be absolutely dying by the time you get home because you feel so heavy yeah whereas like now I'm probably like near on the same weight as I was when I first started but I look completely different and I'm able to go out for like five 10k run and like it not not bother me really so yeah, talk about your running. Uh, we've spoken about this a fair few times. To be fair, um, you started during lockdown, or, or like improving mm. more during lockdown. Like, how has that benefited benefited you? Um, again, we spoke about obviously change of equipment, like your shoes, so that helped your injury as well. But yeah, everything like that, how it's improved since starting it. Yeah, so I, I think I started off by doing um, just five k's um, in the lockdown when I was a, a little bit overweight, which I really struggled with because I hadn't really done much running. I played a bit of football, but I had like a massive gap because of the lockdown. Yeah. Um, so getting back into those 5Ks was pretty tough. I was you know, doing like 28 minutes, which isn't too bad, but yeah. it felt like long and hard and like loads of breaks between not being able to like continuously keep going. Yeah. Um, and then I, I would say probably like six months until I think it was the second lockdown over like Christmas time. Um, I I bought some um pretty expensive Nike running shoes. Pretty expensive, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it was probably the one of the best sort of investments I've I've done. I think getting some proper good running shoes because of the knee pain like tendonitis sort of thing that I had. Um, it allowed me to do longer distance runs and not feel the impact of running like fast on the 5Ks as I was improving my times. And from getting those running trainers, I think I, I changed my time from 23, 24 minutes to like sub 20 minute 5Ks and uh, nearing on a 40 minute 10K. Um, wow. And that was like continuous runs almost every day um but like varying it up so i'd do like some 400 meters 
um, intervals of 10, um, a fast 5K, like a, a reasonably decent 10K, and like splitting it up throughout the week so that I hit all different sort of styles of runs. So not super repetitive, you're not doing like, you know, 5K no. every week, you know, you, you're just not keeping it the same. But another thing you said as well is like investment, you invested those shoes and it made it like a huge, huge difference in, in the outcome of what you're trying to do. So I think that's yeah. the main thing to take away as well. It's like, you know, you invested in yourself. Um, one, you had an injury. So again, it's looking a bit more outside the box. It isn't like, oh, can I push through this or should I rest? It's like, how can I adapt yeah. but still move forward in that same process? Because again, one, you weren't like completely taken out of the sport or what you're trying to do. It was just, you know, sometimes it was it was bothering you. It's a little bit more pain yeah. than it should have been. Um, so again, you invested in it and it's improved. And I, I don't know, are you still getting that pain or are you kind of... I very rarely, like, I'll, I'll sometimes feel it if I go in too quick for um, a run. I haven't, like, warmed up properly. Or um, if I don't warm up properly for a squat, I, like, I have to warm up properly, but I, I don't really get it at all anymore. Like, I'll... I've, I sometimes even do, I've got a habit of like, play, play, like playing with my knees, like rub, like rubbing them. Yeah. Because I've, I've had it for so long, but no, it, it's completely gone pretty much. Um, yeah. Which good. is really, really good. So a lot of it's down to the exercises that I've been doing and laying off the sort of sprinting from football. Um, but I think that the main thing for me has been in this last sort of year, is backing away from football so much and really focusing on strengthening my legs because it's something that I've always sort of shied away from because of the knee pain. Yeah, yeah I think we kind of touched base on that in a couple of sessions in terms of, again, one being your squat, I think that was a main thing, wasn't it? Um, in terms yeah. of, again, just overall, like your depth, but again, where your knee travelled, um, it just obviously made a huge difference. I don't know if you want to touch base on that and like, what difference yeah. you saw in terms of like just advice you got from that yeah so I think um I think I saw you on, like soon after I'd stopped playing football um I, I'd done one of the classes and we've we really sort of like tapped into my form because I I was really struggling with the depth because of the pain yeah um but once the pain sort of started going away it was more all in my head yeah so it was sort of getting rid of that like fear of it hurting going slightly heavier and getting into the deeper squats but once we sort of like nailed that form um you know keeping the knee driving the knees out making sure i'm in the right position setting myself up properly warming up all of those sort of things have like been a massive massive help for the for the last sort of like probably three or three or four months i think we've probably solidly been yeah i'd say so yeah I think I don't think I've really spoken to you since about it. So again, it's not like no. you've really complained about it at all, to be fair. So it's, no. it's it's obviously helped in terms of, like you said, set up and like the cues and obviously just following that same kind of pathway to to hopefully get not put your your knee in a bad place or anything else. To be fair, so it's obviously helped. Yeah, yeah it's been like having that form that you've taught me has like helped me feel more comfortable loading more weight. Um, yeah. taking that time to feel like I, I'm in control of it um, and like not 
letting those knees sort of drive inwards as I'm as I'm pushing up. Um, yeah, and it's you know I think I was only squatting like hundred kg like for a one rep like if if I was lucky. Yeah, and like to me that's that's pretty bad for someone that's been training for like <laughs> ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, but I guess injury is just yeah. It's going to say it's holding you back a little bit. I think the main thing for yeah. you, if I recall properly, is this. I think it was mainly when you were going down, regardless anyway, that your knees were just kind of caving in, um, which mm-hmm. then caused you pain anyway. So it wasn't like it was something that again knee knee travel in. It's not the worst thing in the world, but um, again, how I like to teach it is obviously with yourself and like other other people. It's having your knees kind of follow whatever your foot direction is going. Um, allowing yourself to see that kind of big toe um, but again it's kind of straight over your foot um, and not caving in and out it's kind of stable it's um, stacked over your your ankle um, and hopefully keeps it a little bit more healthier because it is in a more stacked position therefore yeah. as well it's going to allow you to travel properly travel forward and through with your knees to allow obviously your hips go the distance you need to and get the depth um, and obviously keep your yeah, keep your load back out of place. Um, mm. Again, your your any neck or head strain because obviously you have to compensate with your hips rising up and stuff like yeah. that. So, did you find that as a difference as well? When your knees went out, like other things just became a little bit easier just to control that weight. Yeah, like, I, yeah, my hip used to hurt a little bit as well, and um, I found myself sort of like leaning more towards the stronger side. Yeah. Um, and that that put me out of place and i know a lot of other people have found that with like their hips and it all yeah. you know it all it starts from the feet all the way up to your hips yeah it's 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 mad, it's mad how like one little injury just kind of causes like a knock on effect that you don't realize are kind yeah. of linked together isn't it so um yeah. mate that's that's cool it's really really cool to hear that obviously it's helped a lot Um, let's talk about we, we talked about the, the style of training how we changed that uh, bodybuilding into CrossFit let's talk about a little bit like your nutrition how that's changed because we spoke about obviously bulking and cutting and how mm. again bodybuilders are quite vigorous of their meals you probably see it all the time like oh gotta have x amount of meals you know five six meals gotta have you know chicken rice and broccoli you know stereotypical um, yeah you know you've got to have your shakes gotta have your BCAAs gotta have your creatine whatever else, else it may be like have you come away from that and if so like how have you changed it have you is it become mm. like more enjoyable and just more easy and more relaxed like, what, what do you yeah, think yeah definitely I, I think for me I was very sort of like strict and boring and I think that's how for me I, I, I fell off the wagon a lot and I think that's the same for quite a lot of people I talk to a lot of friends that are yeah. you know either under eating or um eating so strictly that you know by the weekend they'll have a massive pizza or you know they they go out on on the piss and drink yeah. loads of alcohol and undo all of what they've done in the week um there's there's loads of things but I think for me I eating like chicken and rice I didn't used to eat very well I used to have a really bad like eating not disorder but um I was so so fussy Okay. And it wasn't until like maybe like five years ago, sort of trying trying new foods. You know, as you get older, you like different things. But yeah, I, I just used to eat chicken and rice and like 
protein like smashed protein shakes. Yeah, I thought like, supplements was the only way forward. Like kind of bro science uh, thought process about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and it, like I just all the time like. I'd be solid for like two months and then fall off the wagon for two months and put loads of weight back on. Yeah. But I think in the last sort of two years, I'd say I've been a lot less strict with what I eat. I still have been consistent with calories. Um, but I think even in the last sort of this year, I haven't tracked at all. And, Amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Um you know, I've, I I know roughly what I need to eat from the experience that I've had. I know that how many sort of shakes, if I want to up it with a shake with my protein, then I'll have like one or two a day. But I know like how many sort like how many chicken breasts or whatever. Like you can eyeball it, which is kind to, of good, isn't yeah. it? Because you get to a point yeah. where, like you're saying, it's kind of it becomes a bit of a disorder uh, uh, in in terms of you know your kind of continuously having the same things you're if you're not hitting the mark you're like shit i need to hit the mark and um yeah again especially with like tracking stuff like my fitness pal really really good tool really good for like accountability uh seeing what you you are eating or not eating to then try to hit that marker but it gets to a point where i think you've done quite well as well um in terms of just transitioning to you kind of have a good understanding of you know like you said what that probably contains you, you can look at the label okay, i can have eyeball that um again you're, you're looking at calories um again how how full you're becoming um yeah. another thing as well i think you're uh if i'm correct on, on move food which is um obviously a food uh company isn't it so yeah you obviously use yeah, that I as use well them a lot. yeah they were really good they helped um through my um weight loss sort of journey where I for, for the photo shoot I had two a day so I knew exactly what I was going to intake for the week um kept me you know not strict but um able to plan my week so I knew what I was going to have for lunch and dinner yeah. and plan my, my my um breakfasts and then you know have have some nice snacks in between that and not not feel um like I can't treat myself. Like I'll have if I want to have a pastry, I'll have a, like a, a croissant or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and not feel guilty for it. Um, and if I know that I'm gonna gonna be going out at the weekend or um, going out for a big family dinner or anything like that, where I know that it's gonna consume more calories or have an impact on what my goal is or whatever, yeah. I, I know that I can either if I, I either need to train a little bit harder or go for a longer run the day before um and make up for it the next day or anything like that which is what i never used to really do or understand like okay you know if i'm going out for dinner i'll probably consume an extra thousand calories so i, I know that i can cut that back through the week do you think yeah. um understanding like again your perfect example you can you can you know when to cut back and adjust things within throughout the week and plan and stuff as well which is really important yeah. do you think that's um obviously made it i won't say more enjoyable but it's made it an easier process to keep up your fitness but again your lifestyle at the same time yeah 100 percent. because if you know you, you still want to be able to go out you still want to be able to eat the things that you enjoy like if you 
if like for me, I absolutely love coffee and pastries. So like, it's all over your Instagram, just every addiction, story. It's yeah. all addiction, but yeah. you know, it, that's what I enjoy and that makes me happy. So if that means that I have to do an extra 10 minutes on a run or, you know, 15 minutes in the gym, whatever it is, yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Cause it means I can eat what I want. And yeah. I think that's like a healthy balance. What I would definitely like recommend to people is like eat what you enjoy, but just work yeah, harder. Yeah. Yeah. It does come to that at some point as well. Uh, what else was I going to think about? Yeah. So obviously nutrition for bodybuilding is quite strict uh, in terms of what they're saying and also social life mm. and lifestyle and everything like that. So it's obviously made it easier for you in terms of changing that and understanding it as well. Um, but would you say, um, it's made a huge difference uh, and give a bit more insightful of how you were and it's how it impacts your life yeah. in terms of, because you, you look at bodybuilders and they say it all the time. It's like, I have no social life because I am constantly training, sleeping, recovering. Um, you know, I'm jotting down what I'm doing, what I'm planning, making meals, eating meals. Um, I have no time for social life. Do you find that was kind of, even though you probably did go out a little bit more, do you find that was a bit more accurate mm-hmm. to the yeah, description? I, I would go out for like a meal with the family and like I'd have like a, a steak, but I wouldn't have the chips. Crikey, and yeah. like, it was like that I was that bad at one point. Like you get sort of a bit obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with it when you, you know, you're sort of regimenting yourself to such a fixed amount of calories. Yeah. And, it's not healthy and yeah. you get get kind of that obsessed about food um and you see a lot of it now a lot on social media don't you with like people um trying to get people out of those sort of like unhealthy diets of like you know these fad diets and well yeah it's 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 i think same for you i don't think did you ever do a competition or anything like that bodybuilding wise no i'm um... Do you think I, it was it would I have been beneficial? It, but... I was say, do you reckon it'd be beneficial if you if you did like the whole process? Because it like it is quite strenuous and quite strict. Like mm. um, if you're not doing a uh competition like that, is it even worth being that strict on yourself? Mm. Uh, that, that, and that's you're very right to be fair. Like I was that strict on myself and never really had that goal in mind. Yeah. You know, I I was always chasing nothing if if you like like there yeah. was there wasn't really anything in mind just wanted to feel and look better um do you think you achieved that is, at all not not training in that sort of way no it wasn't okay. until i i sort of checked done this sort of transition and matt matt asked if i'd fancied doing his uh um rf6 yeah. And I thought, yeah, do you know what? Why not? Like, there's a photo shoot at the end of it. I can try and achieve something that I've never achieved before. Yeah. I've, there's a goal in mind. I can get in the best condition of my life, hopefully, and just see where it goes. And like, actually having something to work to was really good. But I, I don't think I'd ever do that again. It was, yeah. it was really hard, like getting that lean, and like your mood is mate it takes a toll on yourself it's really bad yeah and like being on a deficit for like over three months i think it was is like it's it's so hard um and like again it's not worth it 
like if you're not gonna earn a lot of money out of it like a pro bodybuilder would or um you know even pro crossfitters or whatever don't get that lean no, um yeah. they're just big fit guys um or girls and <laughs> you know, girls. yeah <laughs> um but i yeah it's i don't think it's worth it no yeah i uh yeah i agree um have you ever thought about doing it yeah at one point like again at the start of my start of my lifting career obviously i was in quite good shape and i was like oh you know i really follow bodybuilding i still do now um i follow it and really enjoy it mm-hmm. um but again it comes to like your mental state at the same time at the end of it and I, yeah i can't imagine going back there and then maintaining like a low like i want to get like m- like a bit more lean and whatnot but to the extent yeah. where you're like near competition or like you know couple of weeks out at least you just it's just like a bit unhealthy i suppose isn't it it is yeah yeah how have um, you sort of found changing from the sort of yeah, I've, I've, yeah i've done it for myself as well people. um obviously the, the teaching side of things are i don't know a bit more free-flowing it's like just like what a uh like a functional class is it's a bit more free-flowing it's not as strict it's not more like okay one exercise okay let's move on Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Or one set, two set. It's quite more enjoyable to uh, to teach as well, um, especially the like community side of things. And then the people go there; they just put a bit more bubbly r- rather yeah, than like good. regiment. So, um, but myself, like trainer wise, obviously I'm fairly new to it as well. And I've, mate, I find I, I I do still find it like really really hard because um, again I used to play rugby, used to play football. That stopped that when I came out of college um and then literally just worked and just trained like a kind of bodybuilder not like I wasn't that strict I was quite um kind of in, in and out of it in terms of like nutrition and stuff so yeah. I was pretty laid back with it I wasn't that that rigid but um yeah come doing this again I think it's the same thing for you like fucking hell I can't do this and why can't I do this it feels so unhealthy yeah. that I can't move just doing no, yeah, but you things. make it look a lot easier than I make it look. I make it look hard. Yeah, but, I'm, but I'm slowly dying. But yeah, I've, I've started running a little bit more just because I'm like, I, I couldn't even do a K at the, like, the start of the year. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, how, why can't I do that? Like, it's so bad. I get out of breath so quick. Then I'm just like, that is so bad. Oh, mate, I love it. I'm finding it a lot better. Running, I did a run today. Um, did like 2K, just continuous. And that was like quite yeah. quick speed for me. And I, I, I think I did a point five faster than I did two days ago, and like more at yeah. the same speed. It's so crazy it's like, how fast you can progress with running, and it like it, it's all in your mind. Like I find it like oh, men, mental clarity after having a run is like like way more than um, having an hour's gym session. Mate, for sure. I was doing like the last stretch where it's finishing off the thing. I'd probably wear like I said the last stretch is probably where I finished last time. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to do the end of this road where like I know I need to finish instead of walk it. And I yeah. it, it was just like a mental battle. I was just like, man, I'm finishing this. There's no way I'm stopping. I stopped here last time. I'm going, I'm going and going. You just like, <laughs> and then you get to the end, you're like, fuck me, like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, man, yeah. I'm, I'm dying a little bit more but i'm like so happy that i just went a little bit further a little bit faster you know that sort of thing it's so good when you're competitive as well because you, you yeah. can be competitive with yourself you, you know you yeah. beat that time every time you go out and, i think it's the same thing um, for the crossfit isn't it you're just you, or functional training you're, you're, the metcons and capacity yeah. isn't like 
yeah, you're, you're with everyone else and you're competing with them at the same time. And sometimes in terms of speed or how quick you can do it or how much you can lift for that certain movement. But it's almost like, shit, I want to get like a fast time. I want to get a good score. I want to yeah, it's really wanna just bounce it out. Yeah. It is with other people, but it's like just yourself as well. It's like, yeah. I, I, feel, I want to feel, feel fitter and redo this in like a month's time and just bounce this out, really. Yeah, I um, think those classes are so good if you if you're like either you struggle going on your own, yeah, or you just want that sort of like that little extra push with someone next to you that like maybe um be a little bit fitter than you or um or or not, you know, like you you yeah. might be pushing them and but seeing them doing like trying super hard even though they're not that fit like it's so super motivating yeah. even if you're like really fit like the vibe of it or when you when you leave like you feel a million times better than when you started and like your heart rate might have been at, like nearly 200 but like you still feel great <laughs> afterwards yeah like, you just keep going it, it's really good yeah i totally agree i think yesterday's class was a prime example of that um i did uh wednesday so two it was I see if I can get up what that do you remember do you do it yesterday at all the workout or anything like no, that? Okay, I'm a so day behind on my stuff. So cool. So the Metcon was I'll just read it out. So it's five rounds, three minutes work, one minute rest. It was uh three barbell cleans at eighty percent of one rip max, uh ten V sit ups, ten prisoner squats. And then the remainder time within that three minute window is uh getting as many meters as you can on some cardio equipment. Um, it was paired with like is that's part A, part B was sixteen minute EMOM, um, twelve box jumps, twelve toast bars, ten pull ups, twelve burpees. Um, so the, the so, EMOM finished four minutes um, before the rounds did because the rounds was twenty minutes, that one sixteen. So it was really what I kind of basically done. Obviously, the EMOM finished to have like a minute rest, which the the round was then start their cleans and whatnot to then go into the meters. They had a bit of recovery. And I was like, all right, cool. They're getting on meters. We are going to cheerlead and the whole way through for the last round. The last it. round is literally like finishing it off. And I think for both of those sessions for, again, there's like obviously four groups that literally swap round cheerleading, swap round cheerleading. It was just like insane. Yeah, um, I think, I, remember, I think, I think it was Stuart and Ben get X amount of meters for, for the same thing. And, they both beat their first round score in meters just because they've been pushing just absolutely falling yeah, yeah. ass. But that's the thing. Yeah, they literally went back, fell on the floor and like, fucking hell. And everyone's like, oh. yeah. the, 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 the thing is with community afterwards, it's like, thanks for pushing me. Like, thanks for like chilling mm-hmm. me. Like that was insane. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, that's what makes I never want to yeah. do that. You, you, at the time you're like, I never want to do that again, but you're like, I'm coming back because I want that same feeling. Yeah, that's Insane. what makes me want to keep going as well. Like that, that's that feeling, especially when you're with like either a mate or mm. someone that you know, and you're training together and you're really pushing each other. And that's what makes me look forward to the high rocks, like doing that with yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ollie, Matt, and Joe. Um, it's going to be that same vibe, you know. We're going to be cheering each other on the whole way through it. And obviously the atmosphere will probably be reasonably decent. I don't yeah. know if like lots of people go and watch or anything like that, but I know just between the four of us, it'll be like pretty mental because you know what what those guys are like. They're, yeah, absolutely they're sending it, mate. It's yeah. gonna be like I'll probably find that I'll go 
way too hard at the beginning or whatever, but with the adrenaline, yeah. but it will probably get, for me, it. get me through it faster. So uh, when when is that, by the way, the High Rocks? Um... That is on the 30th of April. Um, okay. So just over a month to go. Um, we've been sort of dabbling in practice but I mean for me it's just sort of keeping the runs up so that my running time is at a competitive speed yeah um but apart from that I think most of us because we've it's a relay so um explain the whole workout if you, if you if you remember yeah, it, yeah. explain it all so I I'm starting so I'll be on you have to do you have to buy into each exercise with a one kilometer run Okay. Um, and you have to do that as a as a pair, I believe. Um, so I will be starting probably with Ollie um on a one kilometer run. Yeah. And then straight into my the first exercise, which is uh a thousand meter ski. So I think last year's winners done a thousand meter ski in about three minutes forty-five. Yeah. And I'm pretty confident that I can beat that. Um, Mate, seeing you pull on um, on the rower, for instance, yeah, I, I can't imagine you'd be any slower than that speed. Yeah, I've been I've been practicing plenty on the, on the ski machine. Um, it's just whether you can do that under fatigue. So that's like yeah. you know, and you, bearing in mind like a lot of the guys that would done it last year i think they had to hit a sub four minute one kilometer so it's pretty okay. tough wow. but then again i think you only do two one k's maybe i'm not sure I, I need to look into it a bit more we we haven't really um prepped too much into it but it <laughs> might be that yeah. we have to do a little bit more running than we think but i, I thought it was two k yeah, yeah I'm not I thought sure. it was two exercises, two k, and then it obviously passed it on or something like that. I yeah, it was. yeah. I think it's. I think you'd have, all you have to do is buy into your exercise. So okay. I'm doing the ski and eighty meter burpee broad jumps, which I'm absolutely dreading. Did you actually buy into that, or you got given it as a last resort? I got given that. I don't well, know how I managed to get. You're the short straw, mate. I feel absolutely sorry for you. (laughs) But I think I'd rather that over um, the lunges. I'm glad Joe's doing that because he's got pretty pretty strong legs. So I think he'll be he'll be really good at that. I think we've done really well with like who's doing what. Um, So what has Matt and Ollie got then? If you recall, I think well Ollie's definitely doing the rowing machine because he's an absolute animal on the rower. He never said um, that when he first came into the session. And I, I know. Like, he's like, I'll jump on a rower like, and then absolutely rips it. And he goes, oh, yeah, I did this in uh, the army or something. I was like, yeah, mate, you should be in the fucking... I think he did 100 calories on the rowing machine in, in like a minute and a half or something ridiculous. Like. Absolute sent it. Like, yeah, mental. Yeah. Mental. And he just got um, up like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, that was hard. <laughs> Made it everyone's, yeah everyone's doing like five six minutes like oh, yeah. wherever it may be but they're absolutely dying and he just rips it and gets off and it's like uh are you missing something it's like no finish yeah, it like, but definitely, you've definitely done that before yeah yeah something wasn't telling us so 
I try to get him on something different every single time. I'm like, Ollie, you're not getting mm. in the rower because that is obviously far too it's easy for yourself. Yeah, let's get you on a assault bike or something. Something real challenging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mate, that's cool. Are you looking forward to the? Uh, the yeah, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. It's the first sort of like competition um, that I've ever done, other than like com- like pe- football, you know, like competitive yeah. football. But it, it'll be really cool and like. Be- I love sort of like team stuff. Yeah. It'd be cool to do something on my own maybe in the future. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it'll be really cool to do it as a team. Yeah. yeah. It's sick. It's sick. Have you, um, obviously, do you follow CrossFit at all or anything like that? I know you're into it. Yeah. But... Yeah. I think since, since, um, getting involved in it, um, I've sort of watched some of the CrossFit games and, um, competitions and sort of seeing what, some of the guys lift and yeah how intense those sort of workouts are that they do and like, it's crazy like guys are absolute machines yeah obviously you followed the open and whatnot but did you see i don't know if it was the fastest time but when i got told it was i was pretty gobsmacked to be fair but um it was the 22.3 open workout and I try to find the person's name, but he done it within um, four minutes, 29, I, I believe. I don't know if you saw any of the workouts or understand like the speed of it, but this guy absolutely hauled ass. What one was that? Was that to do with it? That was that a, the pull-ups, pull-ups to the obviously chin, pull-ups to chest. And then the third one was like the, um, the muscle ups in three stages, and then it was like yeah, the the thrusters, which went out up and weight, oh, yeah, yeah. and then it was the, the double unders as well. So it's like yeah, pull up double unders, thrusters, uh, chest to bar, uh, double unders, um, weight up and thrusters, and then it was um, yeah, then it was the uh, the full weight up, yeah. And he, I, I'm That's not even joking. That was like a 15, 15 or twelve minute time cap, and then yeah, he absolutely hauled ass, got it in. Yeah, four minutes twenty nine. I'm trying to get his name because he needs to be mentioned for sure. Um, That's a crazy time. Yeah, uh, I started for them recently, so hopefully it's not too far mm. back. Those guys just are, like on another level, aren't they? Being able to lift like such heavy weight, but being able to like keep that heart rate high, just keep churning through the exercises. Like you, you really see them like actually. Yeah. Stopping and taking a yeah, I've sent you the video on Instagram. Have a quick look at it. Um, you can kind of just click on it. Oh, okay, yeah, don't worry about it. So you'll see it afterwards. I'll look at that. Um, later, but... It is you'll you'll be just absolutely gobsmacked. He probably I don't think he doesn't take any break. He gets a little bit tired at the last thrusters, but for four minutes twenty nine, you look at the workout and you're yeah, absolutely mind. That's the hard bit, I think. That's like you you can be strong and you can be fit, but it's doing both together yeah which is cool isn't it like having that mental capacity to like just keep churning through that's the hard part that's what like you've got to almost train yourself to do as well which one do you think your your weakness is the the cardio or the strength side of things um i think the strength like some of some of the stuff like i think upper body i'm i'm okay with but it's like um like thrusters for example like i struggle with those um yeah or i did i struggled a lot more with 
the knees, but as they progressed and I've got a lot stronger um, with my legs, that's helped a lot. But yeah, I think it's combining the two um, has been like a slow progression. Yeah. Yeah, it takes some time, doesn't it, to actually get used to it and your body's like, fuck, I'm just going to have to deal with it and just move on now, don't I? Yeah, you do. Like, if you, like, I always really, really try and stick to the RX just to, like, push myself through it. Yeah. And, like, doing those 22 kg dumbbell thrusters, like, oh, they absolutely kill. But, yeah, I'm glad I've done it because I've got used to it almost. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I don't think you ever get used to it. No, it, it, yeah, because you always horrible. push yourself faster and faster. That That is the thing of it as well. It's not like, yeah, you have RX and you can keep that the whole time. It doesn't really matter. Um, but then again, like, the so depending on what the workout is, you can have, you know, five runs for time and you're just absolutely hauling mm. ass even faster than you did before. So it's like you're always progressing and you're not really relaxing at any point. It's not like, okay, I can do 22s for this, but it's like, cool, I have to do it like as fast as possible. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think I've done pretty well to sort of get to the point where I'm, I'm pretty comfortable doing the RXs and still getting like really like good times. Um, But yeah, it's, it's um, still a, something that I'll, I'll keep trying to progress in in getting that sort of combination of being able to do some of those exercises with a higher weight and keep that tempo going yeah I think again for myself it was kind of finding the right rhythm without before like initially when you first do it you're like oh 22 is like I can bench that all day long and shoulder press it whatever it may be but then you get into work and it's like, you know, thrusters and cleans and whatever it may be. And you're like, oh, okay, fucking hell. Like the first round, you're absolutely obliterated because you're like absolutely spamming. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I think I did start of a workout and I was just like, cool, I'm actually going to take my time, break up the reps because I know I, I can recover way yeah. better. I just take my time a little bit more. And like it went so much smoother. Yes, I was tired, but I wasn't like tired, like, you know, a quarter way through for it. I was like, like consistently just hauling ass the appropriate amount of what I can do yeah. rather than absolutely sending it which is um I think we've all done that's and it's the like, classic mistake you can make isn't it like going yeah. ham at the beginning and then you're like oh shit yeah I'm I'm absolutely spent and I have I've still got like five more rounds to go yeah and that is another thing it's, it's a marathon isn't it to, yeah it is you have to like learn to look at the workout and plan how you're going to attack it and getting that sort of plan right yeah. is like detrimental to how you you succeed through the yeah, sure. workout. Do you think, um, uh, in terms of obviously bodybuilding, CrossFit, uh, you look at the training log of like bodybuilding, and you know what you're doing pretty mm-hmm. much day in day out for yeah. however long it's going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like the next two years, you'll probably be doing the same thing um, or yeah. there thereabouts. Do you like the concept of, you know, the functional training where, especially with what we do at the, the Fit Hub, that is just pretty spontaneous majority of the time? Yeah, I think it's a great way to train because, you know, like even if you're like, for example, you've got a plan and you you follow it pretty religiously, even still that plan is pretty pretty different each week. Yeah. Or, um, 
you know, like one week, you're like you're you're lowering the amount of reps and up in the amount of sets. Yeah, it's all still like very different. But then, like you know, if you're not feeling that, you can pretty much go in there and make up your own metcon and still get like a really really good workout in. Oh, for sure, and, you literally base on what you like, grab, can't you? Yeah, you can just grab a set of dumbbells, grab a kettlebell, a box, and just. Yeah make it up as you go along like right on the board what you want to do for like what an amrap for like 20 minutes or whatever and i guarantee like every single time you've like you've burnt a shitload of calories yeah. you're sweating and you've got a pump on i think uh the good thing about it as well is like what like we just kind of spoke about in terms of like the cardio side of things and the strength side of things as well so if you were to do it yourself and you go for i'm obviously for longevity things i'm just endurance wise absolutely shocking at this and i can literally base it around lifting a bit more weights for like an emon whatever it may be or rounds but i know mm. that i'm gonna enjoy that a little bit more because you know yeah. i can adjust it but then but at the same time when you go into like the fit hub for instance again we spoke about burpees how everyone hates them let's be honest but they yeah. can be on there or like burpees over bar and you're just like cool like just gonna fucking do it like that's it yeah yeah, once you sort of you start getting um, getting used to the feeling of doing burpees, um, you can sort of put them into any workout. Like you can do a bench, yeah. like bench press, heavy bench press, and then just do ten burpees, then do it again. Yeah. And like uh, it, you can literally get the best of both worlds out of it, and you get physically fitter and you're stronger. Yeah. Yeah, mate, I cool. found that bodybuilding was was like too repetitive. Yeah. Um. I, I always thought of, if I if I had a coach, I'd always be like, oh, can we change the plan or yeah? What can I do today? Like, did you, you find you it? Um. Get... Do you find it different? Uh, did you train like by yourself majority of the time? Um. Yes and no. Yeah. I had like. I did go through phases of having like different training partners. Okay. I used to train with Levi quite yeah. a bit. When I Levi's transitions as well, isn't he? Levi's yeah, exactly. joined us yeah. guys. He's, he's loving it. Yeah, mate, he's actually um, smashing it. I think we trained a few times yeah. at Optimus when you used to work there. Um, and before that, I went to a gym called AJ's and I used to go with a guy from work. Um, and then like, weirdly decided to not do bodybuilding for like six months and done like calisthenics yeah maybe with some with a bulgarian dude that was at the gym i like saw him doing like these muscle ups and like flags and all this like crazy shit and thought i want to learn how to do that so and why the change just, there as well then i just thought it was cool but i thought i want to learn how to do a muscle up yeah. i want to be able to like smash it with my own body weight and be able to like do cool stuff as well as like be strong. And he was like crazy strict. Like the Bulgarians are another another level of like strictness. Like my hands would be bleeding from muscle ups, and he'd be like, "Keep going, keep going." Uh, and like, but but by the end of it, like I was I was doing loads of muscle ups and finding it like super easy, yeah. which was really cool. Do you still do them now? Do you find them easy now? Yeah, it's 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 technique. Like yeah. I, I can't do as many. I'm I'm a lot heavier, yeah. but I can I can do them no problem. 
Make sure you try that 22.3 open workout then. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about ring. It's probably on the ring though, isn't it? Uh, no, just a bar. Yeah, just a bar. Oh, that's okay. I won't have to give that a go then. Yeah, oh, mate, th- watch that video. Yeah, watch that video and it's just, uh, it's, mm. it's crazy. I'll give it, a, maybe give it a go at the weekend. Yeah. So obviously, I, I like training people quite strict <clears> pull-ups. It's just obviously the form of it, everything like that. And when you get mm. a bit more into like functional training, you're looking at more like the, yeah, like the technique of how can you improve and make it a bit more efficient obviously not trying to injure yourself at the same time. So obviously you see those kind of like butterfly pull-ups and stuff. Like, have you found that um, like easy to do? Do you prefer them or, is, or do you kind of still? I can't do them yet. I've not really tried it either, to be honest with you. Um, I still, like if, if they're programmed in. Mate, we'll go like through it. Up. Mate, it is, uh, I, I, I tell um, you this, it's a pile of piss. I went through uh, with Ben, uh, I think it was yesterday with Toaster Bar and like how you can just kind of like flow through it and it's just, just yeah. one little thing you like you start with this you do that and then you flow with it and it's like yeah. and he literally did it and he's like mate that was so easy now I'm literally just rocking them out and then he was like mate it's taking yeah. me ages to do that and it's the same for like pull-ups mate. I'll have it's... to give it a go because it's, it's probably very similar to like learning the muscle up weight it's all in the technique and once you've got the technique you just keep going through it like you say i've always been like really really strict on pull-ups and where i was doing loads of the calisthenic stuff like he was like all about keeping your body like nice and straight and your core engaged like not with your knees bent back you know and your legs crossed it was all like very like elegant if you like especially with the muscle-ups but always it was like body nice and straight back straight uh like strict form so I do try and keep that as much as I can. But then when you're in a metacon and you get loads of pull-ups and you do start swinging. Yeah, it's get difficult, doesn't it? But again, you learn quite yeah. a bit, to be fair. And obviously you've you've taken some pros and cons out of anything and everything you've done, the bodybuilding and calisthenics as well. So do you think that's benefited yeah. you kind of what, we're, what, what you're doing now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because um, when, you, when you sort of think being able to do your body weight, is quite essential to like CrossFit style stuff because a lot of it yeah. is body weight, um, you know, burpees and air, squats and stuff like that. A lot of it is being able to like manage your own weight and add to it. Um, I think all like bodybuilding, calisthenics, and then into CrossFit has like helped me have that like fundamental like basic strength. Yeah, mate, um, it's cool. And it's then, cool. And then build to it. Um, let's talk about. I think we spoke about this before, like before recording, um, a little bit about like illnesses and stuff. Recently, you've obviously mm. had a cold and stuff. How how have you found it in terms of getting back into training and in, in the style that you're doing now? Have you found it like mm. you can take it a little bit more easier and you yeah. take a step back in terms? I of, used to. Um... I used to be really bad for like overtraining and stuff and making myself ill because I, I never knew when to take a break. Yeah. Um, I, I would, you know, like train every day, but like twice a day or like playing football and then and gymming and making myself ill. But like, I, I learned to sort of make sure that I have those sort of rests and yeah, like at least sort of like two rest days a week. But, yeah, the last two weeks I've had pretty bad 
cold um and sort of knowing when to not go and listening to your body is like hugely important it is is, yeah because like i thought i felt better and i went ham on saturday with like trying to catch up on and on workouts that i'd missed in the week and on sunday i felt 10 times worse whereas i probably should have just slowly almost you know like when you have a week off or yeah. you go on holiday you don't train and you go back in you feel like you you carry on as you did when you start and then you yeah. ache like that yeah it's kind of a bit like that you sort of go in too hard and then find yourself like worse the next day so i think like probably the same i haven't i've been lucky not to get covid but um i think people that have had covid have like really struggled to like get back into their training with like I think it has a massive effect on your lungs from what people have said yeah I think yeah if you're into this sort of style of training um that can that can really sort of affect your progress but I think yeah. it, if if you have the rest and make, make let yourself sort of get better and slowly get back into it that probably will stop you losing that progress you know just take it a bit easier yeah it can be hugely beneficial um rest and recovery um yeah sometimes it is needed and even if you did have like holidays off like you know, say christmas and whatnot you had a week or so off like you're not not really losing anything and sometimes it'd be beneficial like i remember when i was training um really heavy for like more strength training purposes and it would come to like certain lifts where i take a week or two off i'm like cool i'm back in the training this week whatever and i literally just take a lift i'm like i just not hit, hit a new pb or whatever it was but it was like for way stronger i did a little bit more reps and wherever it may be and i was like oh yeah recovery is like hugely important like you you yeah. notice it and even when you don't feel like it um like you need recovery is probably when you need to focus on it most, mm. I think. Yeah, I find a lot of the time, like, I'll have a rest day and then, like, that night I'll have an amazing sleep and then the the day after I feel, like, really lethargic in the morning Yeah. and then by the time that evening comes, I'll do a workout and it's, like, one of the best workouts like, I've, I've had. Yeah. And, like, that sort of recovery sets you up so much for like doing especially when you're doing like this sort of thing where you're trying to increase the weight all the time and but going back to sort of like training the the benefits of this crossfit i think doing less is 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 more you know like i think when you train like a bodybuilder and you do the sort of like chest day back day leg day and you're like your muscles are so exhausted like i've found that i've got way stronger by doing less like yeah less bench pressing less shoulder pressing and less squatting but making sure i hit the right sort of exercises yeah i found that i've got way stronger that's cool that's good yeah yeah you're probably fine just taking a bit of time off and not pushing Mm. yourself to the limits so yeah sometimes it's Again, it's the difference between like bodybuilding and strength and everything like that. It's it's like, what is your purpose and is it like the right thing? And if you're you're not like competition, trying to bodybuild and you're trying to gain gain strength, then like 
like you've got to look at it from the outside perspective, I can pronounce those words, um, yeah. of how beneficial like recovery and what you're trying to do is. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. or like how much you're pushing yourself. Because again, yeah. if you're trying to build strength and you're going building like a bodybuilder, it's like you don't really see strength athletes do that. You know what I mean? They take, you know, five minutes in between each set and, you know, they're just doing like mm. four to five sets you know three compounds and maybe a couple of accessories and then they're out of the gym they're done like 45 you know minutes yeah. or an hour and out bodybuilder you could be in there for like two two hours and absolutely hammering it don't be wrong like, yeah. i loved it sometimes you get a massive pump you know bloody hell this feels incredible like, but you can yeah. hurt the days afterwards yeah yeah so um so yeah it's just listen to your body at the same time mm. don't be wrong i love love bodybuilding really enjoyed it love like mm. um isolating and perfecting movements like the biomechanics behind it and everything like that as well but um yeah i don't know i think I it's mean, like still in my plan I, I you know do the hypertrophy exercises which is essentially like bodybuilding yeah um it's a fundamental way to to grow isn't it but yeah um yeah having a bit of everything is i, I really enjoy it yeah, I totally agree. Um, right, this and this um, podcast, I thank you very much for coming on. I'm going to ask two questions, oh, okay? Um, cool. Two questions, which is going to be based on like the name of the, the podcast, which is 1% Better. Um, so the first one is going to be this year or in the past year, what do you think you've uh, done 1% better in terms of your training, nutrition or lifestyle, whatever, whatever it is, what have you done 1% better that you think of? I, I think for me it's it's my legs like focusing on that um i think has been my my one percent better this year that's cool sure. that's cool so uh the second question is what is the next thing you want to become one percent better at oh i don't know i think probably either i don't know the same thing sort of thing i don't know maybe i'll see how these this competition goes this month but yeah maybe um you know bettering from from that competition okay. that that would be cool um yeah. maybe doing something on my own okay taking the next step and like going yeah more solo yeah yeah, yeah or maybe. just pro- progressing in, in terms of like the next competition like making it better and harder with a group whether maybe yeah. just then at one percent yeah going out of the zone, you know mate, that's cool mate i love that right i'm gonna stop the the recording there it won't obviously end uh, the meeting we'll speak afterwards as well but um is there anything mm-hmm. else you want to say to potentially anyone that's listening no. to you all done there make sure you listen to the the next podcast love it make sure cool. you come down to dalton's sessions yeah that is the one um yeah mate cheers mate i really appreciate that um thanks everyone for no listening worries. um obviously you can follow us on instagram which is one uh, percent better underscore podcast we're on spotify um apple apple podcast and youtube as well so feel free to follow us on that any questions feel free to uh, message us any topics you want us to talk about then again message us or if you'd like to come on and speak about anything give us a message cheers guys thanks for listening